Well, good morning, everyone. Hey, I think you might almost be awake. That's good to know. I was going to say, I hope you had a wonderful Sunday morning as you got up and about. I was excited. I, I put some shorts on today. I, we unloaded and we set up. I didn't sweat to death today. I was, I was excited. It was a good day. We're, we're happening. And uh, if this is your first time here, we just want to say thanks for being with us at Discover Church. And uh, my name is Curtis Jones. I, with my wife Amy and our incredible group of Go Team members, helped to, to prepare and set this place up just for you to be here today. And we are in the middle of a series called Playlist. And uh, the playlist, basically what we're talking about is I shared a little bit last week that I am very much a uh, person that loves music. Uh, I, I was what I, I found out in Sister Act 2, what's called eclectic. Uh, I didn't know what eclectic was until I watched Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act 2 explain it to me. It's where you like lots of different types of music and you get to put them all together. And basically, uh, that's what I am. And so uh, music is one of the things that speaks to me a lot and, and it probably does you too, which is why you have all your favorite presets in your car, right? You know, you get to thumb through, and of course you get to commercial, and you got to skip through and find another song that you like that you can sing to or that you can rock out to as you as you ride down the road. Uh, and, and that's exactly what happens. If uh, you were to ride with me, you would realize that I uh, I do not sing uh, very much. Uh, I, 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 I sing uh, loudly. I don't sing very well. And, um, what, Brandon, can you turn me down just a little bit over there? There we go. I was going to say I'm a little, little echoey happening up here, but, um, it's an exciting uh, time when you get to ride with me and you get to experience my air drumming, air guitars, uh, my beautiful vocal skills uh, that I just belt out that my kids are probably like just roll their eyes every single time they ride in the car with me. But, uh, but anyway, so I love to jam out a lot. And, and last week we talked about in the first week, uh, we kind of talked about the song A Million Reasons. And this week we're going to kind of introduce a new song to you. And that is Scars to Your Beautiful. It, it came out just a few years ago, but this is one of those songs. Songs that I think uh, is is such an impactful song to me and to like it's just an emotional uh, an emotional thing. And we're actually going to listen to that later in the message. But uh, but really today's message is kind of geared towards this. If you've ever felt like you were kind of like less than or not enough or not smart enough or not good enough or just not enough in general, and and I think honestly. Uh, many of us have felt that way, whether you feel that way right now, uh, this week, uh, this month, or, or, or any time recently. But we, it creates insecurities in us. Sometimes it's physical insecurity. Sometimes, you know, uh, we struggle with the attractiveness that we have. Like, we, we, we find ourselves unattractive. And, you know, one of the things uh, that happened with, uh, with me uh, is when I was growing up, uh, you might not know it now, but one of my insecurities growing up was that I had these what were called big dome ears. Did you ever have that? You ever, ever meet anybody with big dome ears? I had big dome ears. I still kind of do have big dome ears. They're just, my head's gotten substantially larger, so it makes my ears feel a little bit more uh, in place. But, uh, but I had big dome ears that I was always super self-confident about uh, or self-conscious of when I was growing up. And, and but it, when I was younger, I had uh, uh, an amazing head of hair that just helped to overshadow all of that. Well, now the hair is hair has gone away, and that's something I, I'm self conscious about as an adult, as, 
as a, as a balding man. And, and now, so I've got big ears and a bald head. So it's okay uh, that we power through. Uh, the, the really exciting part about all of this, about some of my physical insecurity, is I, I, I could kind of see the writing on the wall when I was early, which is why I married real young, because I figured I'm going to snatch her up while I can and hold on to her, okay? So that's why me and Amy have been together almost 16 years now. But uh, it, it, I heard this statistic, and, and I totally, 100% believe this, but that uh, 91% of, of women say that they're unhappy with their bodies, uh, that physically, they're, uh, they're just unhappy with the way they look, with the way they feel, uh, and, and I'm telling you, that they say the percentage is lower with men, but this is also because men, we don't want to admit uh, our vulnerabilities and we don't want to admit uh, how we think about ourselves and how self-conscious we are about ourselves because we lie to ourselves probably better than some of the ladies do. But we all wish that we could change things about us. Maybe, you know, when you were growing up, maybe you had that. Maybe maybe uh, it, it was the nose or your eye color or, or something else that it was. Maybe it was your weight or maybe it was you weren't athletic enough or you wish that you had some other talent or some other special skill or gift and like I said for me if I could have just toned the ears down just a little bit maybe I would have I had a little bit more self-confidence but it's the song that we're going to talk about today and that you're going to listen to a little later Scars to Beautiful was um was uh really came out of this uh the young lady who sings it it's Alyssa Cara I hope I'm saying that right but uh, she's around 20 in her early 20s now when she first came out with this song uh she had basically come out of this because she had really curly hair and uh I think it was her mom if I remember the story right her mom was a a, a beautician and so she wanted to have straight hair like all of her other friends did so she worked tirelessly time after time day after day straightening this really curly really frizzy hair straightening it out and like can happen sometimes when we try to do stuff to our bodies that it wasn't never intended to do well you know what happened to her and her hair her hair started coming out in clumps because she was doing so much work she was putting so much into it and really she wrote this song out of the self-consciousness that she had uh, and the and the fears and the, and the anxieties and the pressures that she had from other people around her and, and the lyrics to it uh, are really if you've ever heard it are really kind of uh, targeting towards women. But again, I, I want to kind of broaden it up. I took some creative liberty today, if you'll allow me to. I want to read to you uh, some of the lyrics with some of the words I've changed uh, just for today, just to kind of make it a little bit more poignant so it c- can relate to us. So in, in the lyrics, uh, she talks primarily again to women. She just wants to be beautiful, but I changed some of the lyrics to this. Uh, I edited, edited them slightly. It says, We just want to be beautiful. We go unnoticed and we know uh, no limits. We crave, we crave attention. We praise an image. We pray to be sculpted by the sculptor, right? We pray to be sculpted by the sculptor. We want somebody to come in and make us beautiful. It says, oh, we don't see the light that's shining deeper than the eyes can find it. Maybe we can make ourselves blind. It says, so we try to cover up the pain and we cut our woes away. It says, because cover girls don't cry after their face is made. Ladies, you know that, right? If you get your face all made up, you know you're not supposed to cry because you don't want none of that mascara to start running and you look like a raccoon, right? It, do, it's, it doesn't, it's not the good look, right? 
We think this about ourselves all the time, though. We, we, we think oftentimes that we're less than uh, enough. We, we think that we're not good enough the way we are, and we struggle with this. And, and I really, truly believe this is an attack that happens to so many of us. If you have children, if you have grandchildren, I guarantee you right now, they're thinking this about themselves. And this is why we have to work together to realize what I consider kind of this first point and what is the main point of this message is that this, with Christ. We are God's masterpiece. We are, we are Christ's masterpiece. If you've got your Bibles with you today, you can turn to the book of Ephesians. And uh, you could, of course, if you don't have your Bible, you can always download it to your smartphone through the Version app. I recommend that. And uh, Ephesians chapter 2 is where we're going to be. Because we're going to talk about the fact that today, that you know what? We are God's masterpiece. And it says this in Ephesians chapter 2, starting in verse 8. It says this. It says, God saved you. By his grace, when you believed. Can somebody say amen? God saved you by his grace when you believed. It says, and you can't take credit for this. You, I, we can't take credit for this. You know, it is a gift from God. Salvation is not rewarded for the good things that we have done. So none of us can boast about it. Aren't you glad, though, that salvation isn't about your works? Because I can tell you right now, no matter how good of my works I try to do, I'm never going to make up for all the the mess-ups and mistakes I've had in life. But it says in verse 10, it says, For we are God's masterpiece. It says, He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things that He planned for us long ago. One of the exciting things about when we come to Christ, when you uh, take that next step and you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord, is he makes us brand new. He makes us a brand new creation. And I know that that feels weird sometimes because when we talk about that, you say, yeah, but I don't always feel different. I don't always feel the same because I, I hold on to the stuff that I've been holding on to for so long, all the baggage. But guess what? It says in Scripture that something new has come because we're not saved by good works. You can't, listen, it, you know, it's great for us to make sure that we take care of, of, of widows. It's great for us to make sure we take care of the homeless. It's great for us to do all these things, to take care of the orphans, right? All these things are commanded to us in Scripture. But guess what? You can't do all of those things and think that that's enough because good deeds don't, don't do it. The good works don't do it. The basic fact is, is this, is you are already created ahead of time as a masterpiece from God. And you know why that is the case? Because if you've looked around this beautiful planet, okay, if you've ever gotten to travel anywhere, we just got to go a few weeks ago to Colorado, and I got to have a whole new respect uh, for like the grand views of, of, of the world, you know, to be able to see, to be able to stand on top of a mountain and see half a state and to be able to see uh, snow-covered mountains and trees and just, just this incredibly beautiful creation. If you've ever had the opportunity to go to the Grand Canyon, and even if you haven't, if you've ever been over to the beach, whether it's Lewis or Rehoboth or Bethany Beach, and you just stand and you look at the waves that continue to crash, if you look at the sand dunes, the way everything's piled up, and the way he put everything everything together, one thing I can guarantee you, you can agree with me, is that God doesn't make junk. He doesn't make anything junk. He doesn't secondhand anything. God doesn't reuse anything. He, he made everything for a purpose. And today, I want to let you know that t- today, you were made for a purpose. You are his masterpiece. I, I, I know that you came to church this morning because you were excited to learn a little bit of Greek, okay? Uh, I wanna, I'm going to get ready to throw some Greek out at you. I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation, but I, I'm going to let you know that the Greek word for masterpiece is this. It's poiema, okay? 
poiema is the Greek word for masterpiece. And the reason I love this is because listen to this definition of poiema. It says that it's a beautiful poem, perfect workmanship or a tapestry. It's basically something that has been beautifully put together to specifically meet a need, to specifically have a purpose. And when it does that, guess what? It's a beautiful creation. And that is exactly what God has done with each and every one of us. It says, you are a poetic statement from God. You're his masterpiece. God's the artist and you're the art. He's the painter and you're the canvas. He's the sculptor and we are the clay. And so there's so many times when we run into situations and circumstances where we feel less than, like we don't feel like we equal up to the task at hand or the thing we're supposed to do or the expectations of people around us in life and we allow that to weigh us down because we think we need thinner legs or slimmer hips or whiter teeth. We think we need the full head of hair, okay? It's got to keep it patted down a little bit. We think we need the big muscles, you know what I mean? I, I told you the other day, like, I, you're never going to see, uh, if you see veins popping out of my neck, okay, that's probably high blood pressure, okay? It's not because I'm like bulk, okay? We think we need the bigger muscles. We think we, wanna be, we need to be smarter or better looking. We need to be funnier. But the problem is, is all, these, all this esteem that we are trying to live up to, right? Because that's what it is. We want to we build self-confidence or self-esteem up. That's what we think we should have in order to power through. But I heard another pastor put it this way, and it was really uh, amazing to think. He says, listen, we don't really need self-esteem because self-esteem relies on us thinking of ourselves, right? That's what self-esteem is. He says, but what we really need is Christ's esteem. And I said, man, Christ's esteem, I like that. I'm going to steal that. Because he says when we have Christ's esteem because when we have Christ's esteem, what it's going to do is it's going to allow us not just to see us the way we think we need to see us, but it's going to allow us to see the way... God sees us. And see, when God sees you, he doesn't see the second and third and fourth chance that you think that you've had to take and restart and restart and restart and go over and over and over again. No, no, no. He says, you know what? They are my masterpiece. They are my beautiful poem. They're the thing that I created to live in exactly this time to get exactly what I planned for them to get done. Whatever we think about ourselves Inside, it tends to manifest itself on the outside. This is why I, I think if you have ever listened to the news and, and, and heard about uh, children that were brought up in abusive situations, right, it manifests in their lives later in life in different forms, in different ways, right, because they tend to believe the things that they were told, they tend to believe the things that were said to them and done to them. They think that because of these things were said and done with them, that shapes the worldview that they hold on to. Well, the thing is, here's this. When we allow ourselves, listen, you might not have come through an abusive situation. You, said, you might be sitting here saying, well, my, my family situation was fine when I grew up. I, I didn't really have anything like that happen to me. But listen, the scenario in which that you grew up in helped to create the self-esteem level of what you have. And it's only going to allow you to get so far by yourself because, again, you rely on yourself to think about yourself in a certain way. But what I want to tell you today is that Jesus Christ did not come for each and every one of us to think of ourselves in a certain way. He came so that we could see how valuable, how valuable you are to God the Father. That you could see exactly how valuable you are in the plan and the purpose that he had for you. That's why he came to see. Christ wants to help us heal, and he wants to help us see ourselves in that light. He wants to help us 
And through the Holy Spirit, through the power of the Holy Spirit, to see ourselves exactly how God had ordained our lives to be. Some of the lyrics, again, from, from uh, again, slightly edited, okay? Slightly edited, some, some of the lyrics, it is, is this. It says, you don't see that you're perfect, that you don't understand that you're worth it, or that beauty goes deeper than the surface. So all the people that are hurting, let Christ be your mirror to, so you can see a little bit dear, a little bit deeper. I should have brought in, I guess they had a dance recital here this weekend, and they have got a whole a hallway of mirrors. I would have brought them in, but it would have creeped myself out, seeing myself at a whole bunch of different angles this morning. But listen, we need to understand that when we look in the mirror and the thing that we're seeing, stare back at ourselves, guess what? That, yeah... You've been through a story. You've been through a lot. Yeah, you probably got some things that you think are wrong with yourself and some scars and some issues that you've had happen to you. But guess what? Those aren't the things that define you because when Christ comes into your life, he wants to see something deeper. It says then again, if uh, again, some of the rewording here, it says there's a hope that's waiting for you in the dark. It says you should know that you're beautiful just the way you are. I want to remind somebody today, and this is so important, and, and you say, Curse, I feel like you're kind of beating down this bush. I'm beating down this bush because I really think, as I was praying about this message, that somebody needs to hear this. Somebody needs to hear this today. Guess what? God loves you and that you're his masterpiece today. I need you to, I want you to grab a hold of that. If you can, if you can ignore everything else that happens today, if you can grab a hold of that t- today, I can tell you that you're, you're going to have a better week. I can tell you that today is going to go a little bit better for you, that if you can grab a hold of it, that you are his masterpiece and that he loves you so much that his, his son came to die for you. He created you very special. And, and, and yeah, I know that you want the six-pack abs, right? I, some people want the six-pack. I carry the keg, okay? That's how I kind of roll, all right? But it's, it's okay. You, you know, we want the six-pack abs. We want to look good. Ladies, you want to look good in yoga pants. You ain't never been to yoga class, but you want to look good in yoga pants. It's okay. I get it. It makes sense. It, ma- it makes total sense. You know, we want to be popular in class or at work. You know, we want to have followers on social media, you know. But what matters, what really matters is the fact that you matter because you are God's masterpiece. Ladies, I want to let you know today that guess what? There's no beauty that shines brighter than Christ in your heart. No matter what you think about yourself, no matter, no matter where you think that you've been, no matter what, other, what another man or another woman, no matter what anybody else, no matter what your mother or your father might have told you, no matter what anybody else has ever told you around you, guess what? You, you're special when you have the light of Christ inside you. Men, guess what? There's nothing more attractive than a man that has godly confidence, that lives out this purpose with passion, with somewhere where he can take, he can come along with his wife and his family, or even if he's a single guy, you get to live it out and you get to know who you are, then God, how God made you and what he's made you to do. I'm excited that my big ears and my balding head did not bother my wife. She loved me just the way I am. And even though, I'll tell you, uh, I'm in my mid-30s, she's, I won't tell you her age. I was going to tell you, but she told me that I was, she yelled at me because I, I added one number because it's almost her birthday. It's not her birthday yet. And she was mad at me because I added that number almost. But she's slightly, she, she's slightly older than me, just by a little teeny bit. 
And, and here's what I can tell you that, that I've fully recognized, okay? I, I, I've, I've had this epiphany, maybe you've had this epiphany too, that my best years as far as my attractiveness, they have, they're, they're done gone. <laughs> they are gone, all right? My wife is beautiful. My wife is beautiful, but guess what? From now on, you're going to start seeing in both of us. We're going to get a little bit more wrinkles. We get a little bit more cracks and crinkles. We get all those little things that are going to happen because guess what? Uh, we ain't, we're, we're not as young as we once were. But you know what? That's okay because I don't, when I look at her, guess what? I don't just see her for what she was when I first married her. I recognize the masterpiece that she is today. And she looks at me, and I, I don't know that she would use the word masterpiece, but I'm going to take creative liberties this morning because she's not in here. She's with the kids to say that. But in the high-def reality of everything, we, we realize that, that there's moments in our life where it's all downhill, and we imagine ourselves to, to take our physical appearance, and we tie that in. But guess what? We are so much more. You are so much more. So much more than your looks. You are so much more than your age. You're so much more than the experience that you've had and the, and the hurts and the pains that you've gone through. We're going to take the opportunity here to hear the song uh, that we've been talking about this morning. We're going to hear that uh, this morning. And this is actually going to be stung, sung by Stacy Willis, who is a worship pastor from Tennessee. And uh, she's going to share this song. And I hope uh, that as you take today, as we, we just kind of sit back with this, that, that you allow this song to minister to your heart today. I want to do something a, a little bit different, and uh, I just want to ask if you would, would you, would you actually uh, participate with me today? Would you all kind of come down front here? Uh, because I want to take time really to pray together, uh, together kind of as a family, as a church family, and as families that you uh, have around you, with you, because Sometimes we struggle, I really think we struggle with this, we struggle understanding who we are in God. I think we, we struggle understanding who we are because if we understood who we are, I was going to say, do me a favor, come fill in the front a little bit. There we go, thank you. So make, make sure we get everybody down here. But for us, we struggle because if we really understood who our identity was in Christ, we would be much more effective at fulfilling his vision and his calling on our life. But sometimes when we lose track of what that vision is, when we lose track of who we are in Christ, it allows us to have this separate, where we have this dual identity happening, where we have our self-identity and we carry the baggage and the stuff from our past, past experiences, through the conversation of everything that people have told us in the past, and then the other part of it is, is it's the Holy Spirit who wants to speak to you and wants you to know that, guess what? That all that stuff that was said about you that you're holding on to, you can let go of. Because in Christ, you are, you are his masterpiece. Uh, I, this is, they might put this up on the screen. If they do, it doesn't matter. But it, it, listen, I, I want you to know today, there's a few points. The first one is that God loves you deeply. God loves you deeply. You can find Romans 5, 8 talks about this. He, he values you highly. You, you are so highly valued to him. Listen, I, I want to let you know, I, I passionately love my children, okay? If you have children, I'm sure you, you passionately, you love your children. And, and I can tell you right now that for me to willingly allow one of my children to do something, to be harmed or hurt for someone else, is something I as a father, I can't imagine. 
I can't. I can't imagine. I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if you've ever really thought much about Scripture, about calling Jesus the, the Son of God, and if God is the Father, allowing one of your children, allowing your children to be hurt for someone else. That's really, that's an almost an unimaginable thing for us, isn't it? Like as parents, as people, it's hard for us to grasp. But guess what? He values you so much, he was willing to make that sacrifice. That's how important you are. I, I don't know, it's hard for me to even fathom just in myself how important that makes me. I'm the pastor, guys. I'm the one, I'm the one telling you this for. I'm telling you, it, it's hard. God provides for us fully. He provides for us. He provided for you. Listen, you could have been born and you could have been placed in any other part of the world at any other time. But guess what? You live in Sussex County, Delaware in 2019. And guess what? It, you know, I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's a pretty great place to live. It's a pretty great place for God to provide for you. And guess what? God planned out everything for you. I, I shared this a little bit a few weeks ago, but guess what? God did not... Uh, create you. He did not just uh, kind of say, oh, here's, here you are, and then, oh, what am I going to do with this person now? No, 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 no. When you look at Scripture, you find that, guess what? He had a purpose, and he said that, you know what? You are the only one to fulfill that purpose. You were created just for that. Created just for that. Uniquely designed for that. Philippians 1 6 says this, and this is towards the end. It says, Being confident of this, that he who began the good work in you will carry out to the completion until the day of Jesus Christ comes. That means, guess what? Until the day of Jesus Christ returns, that we are to live in God's image of ourselves to fulfill his work that he's called for us. I just want to ask, and listen, uh, you can close your eyes for me and just kind of pray. I just want you to pray with me here because. I don't know that anybody here is really necessarily struggling with this. I'm sure there are just by the statistics of things. But I also want to let you know, we live in a world where, where, where people don't have self-esteem. They don't have confidence. Listen, if you want to know why people uh, commit suicide, you know why people commit suicide? Because they lose sight of who they are. They lose sight of that. And, and for us as believers, and if you're not a believer, today is the great opportunity to do this. But guess what? Today is the day for us to understand that, guess what? Even when we feel like the weight of stuff is coming against us, and even when you feel totally beat down and knocked down, that guess what? It, it, it doesn't matter what the, that present moment feels because you are still his masterpiece, and he is still called. And until Jesus Christ comes back, guess what? He has called you to continue to carry it out today. Would you pray with me? And if you would... If you've got a person to the left or to the right of you, just put, put a hand on a shoulder and let's pray together. Because listen, self-esteem, this, 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 this self-confidence thing is self, something we struggle with. We struggle with it at every age in, in different ways in our lives. So would you pray for the person next to you? And let's just cover each other in prayer today. And Father God, Lord, we just want to thank you so very much, Lord God. Lord, we thank you so very much that we have the opportunity today to come and experience, Father God, what it means to be called your masterpiece. Father God, that you created us uniquely with passion, Father God. Lord God, that you didn't, we're, we're not just random, Father God, but Lord, that you have created each and every one of us to do a task. There's someone in our lives that needs loving and only we can love, Father God. There's somebody in our lives that needs us that only we can do, Father God. Lord, because you created us to do it. You uniquely created us and hardwired us, Father God, to do this, Father God. And Lord, I pray right now 
for every man and every woman in this place, Father God. I want to cover all of our kids that we have in D.C. Kids, Father God, right now. I want to pray for every member of Discover Church's family that might not even be in this place, for Father God, right now. Lord God, that we can understand who we are in you because when we do that, Father God, we don't let things like hold us back. Like We don't let the baggage of our past hold us back. We don't let the words and the comments that the people have said, we don't let them hold us back, Father God. But Lord, we allow ourselves to continue to, 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 to develop, Father God, and continue to fulfill the purpose and passion that you've called for us, Father. Lord, right now, I just pray, Lord, if there's anyone here right now that is really struggling, Father God, with the self-confidence issue, Father God, Lord, that they have this self-doubt that's happening inside of them, Lord God. Lord, I pray right now for your Holy Spirit, Lord God, that you can come and you can speak and you can speak words of comfort and wisdom, Father God. Lord God, that you can allow each and every one of us to feel a sense of love that no other person can give us, Father God. Lord, we just want to thank you. We give you the praise, the honor, the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you look, do me a favor, look at the person next to you and say, you are God's masterpiece. All right, we're going to sing this song as we end. I was going to say, if you want, you can make your way back to your seats as you sing this song with us today. <laughs>